0: KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you'll get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of the Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Mark Longoria.
1: Well, today is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice. I'll tell you what, it's the weekend, and uh, this weekend everyone is coming together, all of our friends and family. The whole world is coming together to celebrate the fact that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has risen from the dead. Um, We are here in studio with uh, Pastor Kenneth Kemp uh, from Antioch Missionary. Baptist Church. You've been hearing him all week. He's been giving us uh, uh, some great word uh, that uh, has to do with uh, the the death and burial, and most important, the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus. Dr. Kemp, thank you so much for joining us here today.
2: Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: Well, uh, we want to get to know a little bit about you. We have... uh, we have a lot of people that are listening today, and uh, it's as I mentioned, it's a great weekend where we just get to celebrate Jesus, and we just find out want to find out uh, how we can celebrate your life and celebrate what God is doing over there at Antioch Baptist Church. So let's start out with you. Give us a little bit of a background for those that don't know you.
2: Well, um, I, I have a, a little bit of a different uh, background for ministry, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm a physician, and so I... Uh, studied medicine at the University of Arkansas for medical sciences. Then I came into the military uh, here in San Antonio at Fort Sam Houston and joined the Antioch Missionary Baptist Church as a very young person. And then the Lord uh, moved in my life and uh, put an unction on me that I just couldn't shake Hmm. uh, to to, uh, accept the call to go into the ministry. Uh, And I did that uh, under the uh, tutelage of uh, Reverend Dr. John Joseph Rector, Sr., who was the pastor of the church at the time, uh, and uh, with uh, the close advice of uh, Reverend Dr. E. Thurman Walker, who was the youth minister Mm. uh, at that time. Um, And they helped me, nurtured me, um, grew me up, and uh, unfortunately, Pastor Walker, who took over after Pastor Rector died, um, became ill in the last several years, and the Lord took him home mm-hmm. in 2009. At that time, I was serving as the assistant pastor and eventually became the co-pastor. And when Pastor Walker went home to his reward, uh, then um, I was um, uh, given the task through the Holy Spirit to uh, to take over at uh, Antioch. And when was that that you took over? And that was uh, in October 2009. Wow, 2009.
1: Um, I know that uh, Antioch Missionary Baptist Church is an icon in the city. I mean, everyone has just uh, really appreciated the ministry and what you guys have done for the community, and so you've got uh, some big shoes to fill, and uh, I know that you are very well respected in the community as well. Uh, I want to go back. Before you were actually in the position of pastoring the church, uh, how do you, how did you transition from a business mindset and being a uh, a doctor uh, over into also now you 've got this title and this uh responsibility of being a pastor of a congregation
2: well it, it certainly was a challenge, but uh it 's not as big of a stretch as you might think. Mm. Some of the same principles that you use in leadership uh, in management in uh, in the military and and as being a physician are are used in in managing and leading the church yeah um One of the things I I learned very early on in the process was that um, medicine was a ministry. Um, You actually serve people by helping them with their illnesses. And Hmm. and that's not just medicines that you administer uh, through pills or through injections. It's not just surgeries that you perform. But it's also um, uh, going in, talking to people, learning about who they are, um, holding their hand, helping them make it through a difficult time. Yeah. That's ministry. Yeah. Um, And that is easily segued into uh, actually helping people uh, deal with the issues of life uh, from a spiritual standpoint. Mm -hmm. So I simply used the skills that I had learned in one environment and transferred them over into another environment, and I still try to do that today.
1: So there's a lot of parallels Absolutely. There too. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, a, a whole lot. Tell me uh, about the uh, folks there within your church. I know that you've got a fantastic group of people that are helping out in different sure. different aspects of the ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are the type of people that make up the church there?
2: Wow. We we always say that Antioch is love. Yeah. And uh, I have to tell you for sure that we have a lot of people at our church that just love God, yeah. uh, first of all, and they love uh, other people, and the community of San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a fantastic group of staff persons uh, uh, from our um, minister of counseling, our youth minister, our minister to ad- adults, uh, and um, our uh, minister of pastoral care to our administrative assistant, to so 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 many people uh, who help me do the job that I do and without them it couldn't happen. Then, of course, we have our deacons, our members uh, who, who volunteer and and, and sacrifice uh, time, talent, and treasure. Yeah. Uh, it's just uh, it's an unbelievable situation, I, and I often uh, stop and think, uh, how did I get placed here? I pinch mm-hmm. myself and say, <laughs> uh, am I really the pastor of Antioch? Uh, and often my members and some of my Uh, Colleagues, uh, particularly one colleague out of out of uh, Colorado Springs, um, who was a mentor to Pastor Walker and and is also a mentor to me, often has to remind me, "You're the pastor. Yeah, you're the pastor." I said, "Okay, (laughs) I got it." (laughs) Now, being the pastor, how do you
1: how do you motivate the church to be the church and to be the hands and feet of Jesus and get out into the community and not just attend a church service?
2: Well, our church has, uh, throughout its existence, and we've been in existence now uh, going on 77 years, awesome. um, has always been part of the community. Mm-hmm. It's been part of the nature and makeup of Antioch. And it's why many of our people uh, have joined Antioch. Uh, it is an expectation of those persons who, who come to our church. hmm So for me, it's not an an issue uh, as to whether I would be a part of the community. It's simply part of the nature of the church and part of my personal nature. Yeah, that's why I joined Antioch.
1: How can I challenge somebody? Uh, You know, because we're human beings. Sometimes we just look for the path of least resistance, and especially for someone that. Uh, is just coming in and doesn't really understand that we are to be the hands and feet of Jesus out in the community. Maybe our mindset as well. To be a good Christian means I'm I'm there Sunday morning, and mm-hmm. that's about as far as we go. How do I get someone else to say, "Hey, come with me"? You know, let's do some more stuff. Let's not just go to a service on Sunday morning, but get out into the community.
2: Well, I think it starts first of all with understanding that uh, Jesus Christ uh, ministered to his community. Mm-hmm that that was part of uh, his makeup and and essentially part of his essence, that he came um, uh, so that others might have an abundant life. Um, And once you understand that, it becomes a little bit easier to encourage uh, people uh, and and to be encouraged to go out and work in the community. You also have to um, get to a point where you can, see the benefit of helping someone other than yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not always easy to do for some people because America is, is a place where capitalism reigns, and that often means uh, I get the most that I can, as much as I can, as soon as I can. It doesn't matter who uh, I hurt in the process. Yeah. Uh, but you have to kind of change that mindset, yeah. get people to understand that this is what Jesus was about. Yeah. Uh and and so you got to give of yourself. And and in the process, sometimes you get hurt yeah. because people will take advantage of of others who give. Right. Uh but um uh, it is not yours to determine whether or not you you're being um uh, taken advantage of. It's simply yours to go out and help someone. Uh, who is in need mm-hmm.
1: you know uh, the gallup poll reports that uh, 62 to 64 percent of americans will be in church this weekend because right. it's easter sunday right. so we have a big peak in church attendance and sure. then it goes down and then our next peak is right around christmas time is celebration of the birth of our lord and savior right um, c- can you give us something that we can take and uh, h- how do we how do we get people to come back and not just come back once or twice a year but what do we do now? Because now we've got a whole influx of people that are coming in. Right. Uh and they're gonna be celebrating with us. They love Jesus. They're just not committed to being in church and calling you pastor. They're just kinda, you know, I believe God, but I just they they have a this relationship that's a little bit separated in a sense. Right. Um I, what what can we do to get them back next Sunday and the following Sunday and then get involved in discipleship and grow them
2: mm. in well, you know what? I wish I knew that answer. <laughs> <laughs> we would be a whole lot better off if I knew that answer exactly. Uh, but I can tell you uh, what we try to do at mm. Antioch. First of all, we try to make Christ relevant. Yeah. Um, it, is not, it is not simply coming to church and talking about he rose on Sunday. Everybody knows he rose on mm. Sunday. But you have to make Jesus relevant to the lives of the persons who come to to worship with you yeah you have to make them feel comfortable yeah um, make them feel welcome
1: yeah
2: uh, and then once you do all of that you've got to invite them to come back uh, and and that 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 there must be uh, uh some honesty in that approach yeah one of the things that church people do and you probably know this quite well uh, church people tend to be territorial yeah and uh, this is my pew. This is my church. <laughs> right. You know, and that's my parking spot. That's yeah. right. That's right. You haven't been here long enough <laughs> to, to really have a, a part in this. Yeah. And so we have to combat against that type of attitude. And then we have, we have to get church people to be church people mm. on Resurrection Sunday. Yeah. And, and when I when I say church people, I'm talking about people who come to church on a regular basis. Yeah. Sometimes. We kind of change who we are on Resurrection Day because there's so many people coming that don't usually come. Mm-hmm. But we encourage people who come to church regularly, just be yourself.
1: Yeah,
2: And, and if you do that uh, and encourage people in an open way, uh, then hopefully more of them will, will come back. Yeah. Next Sunday,
1: Amen. Well, let me give you just a, a, a few minutes to put on your preacher hat because okay. maybe there's some people that are that are listening this weekend. It's a Saturday Sunday, and uh, they didn't make it to church. Don't have plans on going to church because uh-huh. they're going to be out of the park or they. Um, give us a little quick sermonette on on the love of Jesus. Would you do that?
2: Oh, certainly. Um, I I love talking about Jesus. In fact, uh, I often say that. My job is really to brag on Jesus, yeah. and I love bragging on him. I can't brag too much on myself, but I can brag on Jesus. Amen. And when I brag on him, I, I want everyone to know that Jesus died for your sins. That is the essence of, of, of this salvation, that he died. Isaiah said he was wounded for our transgressions. He mm-hmm. was bruised for our iniquities. Uh, and with his stripes, we're healed. Amen. His death his burial, his resurrection provides access so that you and I can also be saved and saved such that we don't have to worry about this life, that this life is not the end, but there is salvation with Jesus Christ throughout eternity. That makes the life living uh, on this side worth it all, Yes, knowing that there's another life, a greater life on the other side.
1: Amen, amen to that. You've been listening to uh, Pastor Kenneth Kemp, pastor over at Antioch Missionary Baptist Church. Uh, If you don't know where the church is, it's uh, located at uh, 1001 North Walters here in San Antonio. Uh, you can go online to find out more information about the church. Um, you can see the pastor there and uh, uh, just find out uh, information about him himself, the different services they've got throughout the week, all the community outreach, and you can find that at AntiochSAT.org. dot org. That's uh, AntiochSAT.org. dot org. Pastor, tell us a little bit about your uh, your uh, schedule. What you've got going on during the week? Services oh, and yeah, yes, yes, yes.
2: uh, well, Antioch is a church that goes. All week long. Mm. Uh, There's always something going on at that place, it seems. Uh, so on, on Mondays, we have a Rites of passage program, which is a mentoring program for our youth. Um, uh, let me back up a little bit and say that uh, at 6 o'clock every day, we have prayer at the church. 6 a.m.? Uh, 6 p.m. p.m. 6 p.m. Every day, we have prayer at the church. Um, uh, Rites of passage program on Mondays. Tuesdays, we usually have rehearsals. Uh, special groups meet uh, on, on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Of course, we have our midweek services. Um, we're studying now from the book of Acts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had been studying, uh, from various study guides. Uh, and I asked the congregation last year, well, well what do you want to do? And, and it just came down to, well, let's just study the Bible. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're doing. That's we're, good. we're going, uh, verse by verse to the book of Acts. Um, Thursdays, again, we have uh, choir rehearsals and special meetings. Fridays, we usually try to take off a little Mm -hmm. bit and uh, try our best on Saturdays as well to give people a chance to to go home and rest. But, you know, something comes up on Saturdays sometimes. And then, of course, Sunday morning, uh, we have um, a service at 730 in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then we have our uh, Bible study, our church school uh, that uh, is 9.15 until 10.45. And then at 10.45, we have another uh, worship service. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we're busy uh, throughout the week. That doesn't include some of our special uh, special uh, worship experiences that we have scheduled. Mm-hmm. One thing I should mention uh, is that at 6 a.m. on s- Easter Sunday morning, mm-hmm. we're going to have a sunrise service right. at, the, at the new Wheatley Heights uh, sports complex on the east side of San Antonio. All right. Uh so we'll be getting up early in the morning.
1: That's good.
2: Uh and we will be w- uh uh in conjunction with um Pastor Benson and the um Bethany Baptist Church on the east side of San Antonio. We'll Ooh. go over there uh, early in the morning while the dew is still on the bench. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> and uh and and just celebrate the the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. That's wonderful. Um
1: you you guys recently or i don't know how how long ago but i know that you've purchased some property there next to uh, where your church building is and right. you're you've cleared it out and you're you have some uh space over there for cars to park but you've got some plans for it right so uh, tell us a little bit about that about the future and what's
2: going to be happening there well certainly uh we are in the process of completing the second phase of a of a two-phase uh family life and education center our first phase was The the sports complex, the Antioch Sports Complex and Community Center, uh, which was completed in 2005. Hmm. Um, And um, the next phase will be an education center uh, that will occupy that that area adjacent to our church, which we are currently using as as a gravel parking lot. A little over two acres that we will uh, use to put up an education building uh, to uh, support the education not only of the kids of Antioch, but of the kids of uh, of the East Side uh, community. Mm-hmm. This is particularly important because we're right in the middle of the uh, East Side Promise neighborhood, uh, which you may have heard about. Uh, United Way is a lead agent uh, for um, an over forty eight plus million dollar um, um, initiative. Uh, Uh, supported through the Department Mm -hmm. of Education along with United Way and other agencies Mm -hmm. um, to enhance the education, training, and development of uh, youth on the east side of San Antonio in a small, uh, about three-and-a-half-square-mile zone Mm -hmm. uh, that we're calling the Promise Neighborhood. The idea is to uh, uh, take a child from from the cradle, and follow that child all the way all the way through uh, career. Mm. So we're building an education building, hopefully and prayerfully, um, that will uh, be available to assist in, in that overall initiative. Um, we have seen 50% or more of African-American and Hispanic uh, boys dropping out of high school. Wow. And um, we want to do something about that. Yeah. We, we want to be part of the solution to make sure that uh, this trend Uh, will be uh, will be reversed yeah so beyond the building pastor because i
1: know you're a visionary so when kind of when you close your eyes and you look at the future uh of the church besides the new structure Mm -hmm. um what what do you see what are you what are you trying to reach and what are some of the goals that you you see
2: antioch moving into through the grace of god wow well i believe that um the Lord is directing us to be more intentional about ministry to our community. Mm-hmm. We've been doing it for a long time, uh, but our our vision for for this year is believing, building, and bridging with intentional faith. Yes, um, and therefore we are going about this with an intentional purpose to to reach those. Who may not be a part of the community of faith, mm-hmm. um, and so I believe that our our role is to disciple more and more Christians to yeah. be a part of the kingdom, uh, to help those who are in need, to encourage those who are lost and forlorn, uh, to 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 equip those who may feel as if they're not part of the the system, the process that they have no hope or no prospects. Yeah, well, that's B- what we do.
1: The Bible says that in Ephesians that you, as a pastor. You are to equip the saints for right. the work of the ministry. So that's exactly what you're doing, and equipping them to go out, be discipled, and then they in turn equip others. Right. That's a fantastic job. Right. It's great that you guys are doing that. Um, and so we've got we've got churches all across the city. Of of course, you guys are are located there uh, in that area and affecting that area. Right. Um, how do churches come together as a Church of San Antonio and really just uh, just work together and? in the mindset of uh, being kingdom minded and, and just doing more for the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. Um, How, how, what are some things that we might be able to do together? um, Be it through the radio
2: events. Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. What do you see? Well, I, I, I have this, this as a passion actually, uh, to see more collaborative effort Mm -hmm. among churches. Um, and, and I, I guess I, I focused a lot on the churches on the east side because that's where we where sure. we minister Naturally. Um, and I believe that uh, often we have too much competition mm. among churches when in fact we should be working together right I, I see us coming together across racial lines across denominational lines um, to, to to lift up the idea that that faith within itself is empowering, mm-hmm. that, that faith gives you a different perspective on life. Mm-hmm. As a physician, I've seen many people die, and uh, I've noticed something. Mm-hmm. Those persons who have faith, whether they're Christian, Jew, Islam, whatever, if they have faith, they die easy. hmm Something about having an understanding of something greater than yourself mm-hmm. that gives more meaning to your life, yeah. and so I believe churches all over the city need to come together to lift up the the importance of faith. And how do we do that? I, I'm not exactly sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's through the radio. Maybe it's maybe it's through television. Maybe it's through the internet, uh, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. Something that we all do together mm-hmm. uh, to lift up the idea that uh, that that faith is supreme, yeah we won 't always agree on exactly how sure. we administer faith or how we practice faith that 's where religion comes in, yeah but but we all should be able to agree that there 's something about having an understanding of Of an entity, a movement, Mm. uh, a being greater than yourself, that makes life so much better.
1: And you said a word a little while ago as you were talking about uh, the congregation, the church there at Antioch. uh, You used the word intentional, and that is so important because you know we just we naturally like to look at the easy way out, and we have to set our mindset, set our mind that we're going to do something different this year, just like we do at the beginning of the year, right? That's exactly. We're right. going to make some changes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love the fact you guys are studying the book of Acts and going right. verse by verse and mm-hmm. chapter by chapter because I mean, there's so much to learn from there and how uh, that's the, the blueprint of the church. Absolutely. And uh, I think if uh, more of us, more of the church studies that, uh, we're in going back to how, you know, what they did and how the Holy Ghost moved in them and how they, they were just empowered to preach the gospel and stand firm against those that came against uh, them and persecuted them. You know, we would reach so many more.
2: Absolutely, with the gospel absolutely. of Jesus Christ. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: it, it's a phenomenal thing. Um, so we've got we've got this new year. You've got this new uh, building. You, you're discipling people. Mm-hmm. Uh, past Easter, are there any other events that you're already uh, looking at? Um, any, anything else going? Conferences, things like that. You guys oh, got absolutely,
2: out? absolutely. We uh, after after Easter, we're having a youth day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, that's going to be in April. Um, I believe it's the 21st of April, if I'm not mistaken. I don't have the calendar right in front mm-hmm. of me. Uh, but, uh, that's when our youth are going to come together and celebrate the Lord, uh, in their own unique way. And, uh, and then of course there's Mother's Day coming up, uh, coming up in, uh, in May. Uh, and then, um, we're going to be traveling, uh, all the way to Colorado Springs, um, at the end of April, April the um, the 29th, mm-hmm. to be with uh, Pastor James McMurrin, uh, who was that mentor of Pastor Walker that I mentioned to you earlier, yeah. who will be celebrating 40 years of ministry. All right. Uh, so uh, a contingent of us will be going there. Uh, then uh, we have plans to send our youth to a national convention in June, uh, and we have a men's conference in August. Uh, And I could go on and on and on. So I better stop right there. (laughs) We got a lot of stuff playing. All right.
1: Well, hey, listen, everybody here at AM630 KSLR, we want to invite you. If you don't have a home church, uh, maybe you're new to the area or you've just kind of been displaced and uh, you'd like to meet Pastor uh, uh, Kenneth Kemp and you'd like to uh, just have a church group that you can call brothers and sisters in Christ, someone that can help you, someone that can pray with you, someone that can counsel you. We invite you to go out there, visit them. They're at 1001 North Walters uh, here uh, in San Antonio. That's Antioch Missionary Baptist Church. Um, And uh, if you want to look them up online, it's AntiochSAT.org. That's AntiochSAT.org. Any closing comments,
2: Pastor? I would just like to mention one thing, yeah. and, and that is our, I forgot to mention that we're having our church anniversary, which is a really big day. Yeah. That's in June. Um, that's the second Sunday in June. Uh-huh. And so if you're looking to uh, to find a church home uh, and you're trying to plan your your days, your weeks, your months, come by and see us at, at Antioch. Uh, and certainly around June, the second Sunday in June, that would be a great time for you to find out more about how Antioch got started and the the whole history and vision of the Antioch church. The most important thing is that that we're believing, building, and bridging with intentional faith. We believe intentionally that God is going to bless this church, bless this community, and bless his kingdom. And we're going to walk in that knowing uh, that greater is he that is in us than he That is in the world. That's right.
1: Pastor, thank you so much for joining us today. We pray the best for you and your family and your ministry as well. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. All right. God bless.
0: Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM 630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you've got a chance to get to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you would like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com.